This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi everyone, this is Paul Simpson, manager at Carlisle United and you're listening to the Blue Army Podcast. My name is Jamie Devitt. My name is Maddie Robson. My name's Chris Miller. My name is Paul Anderson. My name is Mark Boyd. Hello, my name is Derek Combs. My name's Toby Show Silva. My name's Greg Abbott, and you're listening to the Blue Army Podcast. Enjoy. Hello. Hello. Oh, we Hello. Can, can you hear me? Well, we can hear you, Will, yeah, but we can't see, we can't you. see What's you. Is it. Is your tan too orange? I don't know. Um... <laughs> I'm using my laptop because I'm at my parents' house and I've not used Zoom on it before for some reason. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Know, I've, not I've not used this before. Um, oh, just, I mean, maybe because I think these things do have like a little feature where you can turn the camera off. Oh, there we go. Hey, there he is. Oh, look at that dusty tan. Look at that dusty old tan. It looks like you've, you've been on the, the on the on the old at the old west. That's what he looks like. Well, you are technically you're in White Haven, I suppose. Yeah, it was cold. It was cold and wet and rainy for most of the holiday, so <laughs> not much. You've had a good time, though. I'll introduce everybody properly. Uh, but before I do, I just want to let everybody know, uh, I know you've just listened to a couple of adverts, but uh, basically I'm putting together uh, a regular night that's going to be on at Bar 32. Uh, the first one's going to be the 14th. Uh, of November. It's going to be every Tuesday. It's called See You Next Tuesday. Uh, So if you see that hashtag sort of floating around, it's Far32. It's every Tuesday night. It's going to kick off with sort of like an open mic night kind of vibe and then move into what I'm calling an indie jukebox. It's basically you just come up and just request your songs and if it's indie music, I'll play it for you. Um, So Bar 32, I'm sure they'll have uh, loads of offers on starts next Tuesday or, or this Tuesday. Uh, anyway, I'll see you next Tuesday uh, at Bar 32. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun, so uh, yeah, I hope you come along and uh, I'll be there. And I'm pretty sure Will Will likes a bit of live music. He'll come down if he's available. And Liam, if you're knocking about, I'm yeah, sure I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'll show up, I think. Yeah. So we'll be there. We'll be there from 8 o'clock onwards uh, is when it starts. So uh, yeah, get yourselves down there. It's 8 till late. Uh, if you know anything about Bar 32 in Carlisle, which is on Botchergate, between the two Weatherspoons, it's the easiest way to find it. 
um yeah it's it's uh it goes late and it can get a bit uh rowdy it's a lot of fun um and uh don't worry the floors aren't as sticky as they used to be either uh they've got some floor <laughs> cleaner recently uh so anybody that knows anything about that place um yeah don't worry about the floor being sticky because uh, i don't <laughs> think it's going to be a problem for much longer right lads i'll kick things off properly okay Oh, how's it gone? And welcome back to the Blue Army Podcast. This is, of course, episode 133. And I am absolutely buzzing to be joined by two-thirds of the Cumbrian Drain Trust. No, not the same two-thirds that I've joined you for the last two weeks. Wills is back, as you might have guessed. And Liam is also here. Max is just uh, is having a bit of a break. He's busy. He's busy uh, at the moment. But, lads, it's nice to have you back. Will, how are you feeling after your holiday? Um, Max is actually quite tired because it was like two long days of driving to get back. So... Did you uh did you manage to catch any Carlisle stuff when you were away? Did you listen to anything in the car or like just getting highlights on your phone and stuff? Oh yeah, just highlights on the phone. Um can't really um because you know the way the rules are with the BBC and reporting and stuff. So as soon as you're out of Cumbria Lucky um, you. You know yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean I missed you know, I missed also the um the Burton game where we won. So, oh yeah, yeah, you know, but yeah, I missed also the two defeats. Yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, we're here to obviously pick things up, lads. Um, you know, we're a safe haven of positivity when it comes to Carlisle United. The team might not be doing incredibly well some weeks, but we'll always have the name with the longest, uh, the game with the longest name, and we'll always have guessing the player, and we'll always kick things off with a real good laugh because we've got traditions around here on the Blue Army podcast and at this time of the show it can only mean one thing and one thing only it's time for the Blue Army podcast joke of the week is in the laugh I think he's trying to it's the Blue Army podcast joke of the week Here we go, boys. Diving straight in. Here we go. I have so many jokes about unemployed people, but unfortunately, none of them ever work. The silence does, though. <laughs> yeah, the silence says volumes. It really does. It really does. As you can probably tell, I'm already scraping the bottom of the barrel uh, for the Blue Army podcast joke of the week. But sometimes it's fun to have a dud. Uh, and we always know that coming up next is something that is going to pick things up, regardless of how bad the joke of the week goes. It's right. It's the time of the show where we all get to find. Find out what's been happening here. What's been happening there in the league? One roundup with Wills and Leah. We're back together. Yay. We haven't discussed this. And at as all. unorganized as ever. I'm aware that Oxford United's manager has left to go and manage Bristol City in the championship because the Facebook group that I'm on is full of Oxford United fans having a bit of a meltdown. Mm. 
Um, but I'm not sure, I'm, second as well, aren't they? So yeah, and I'm not sure what else um, to say about that because he's gone. You know, he's gone to managing the championship, Bristol City, a bigger opportunity. These things happen. They've got to find a new manager. Um, so that's the latest managerless club. Oh, and then um, there's Mike Ashley and Reading, but I don't know if that's something that you'll have already discussed because it's been in the. It's it's been in the uh, apparently he landed his helicopter outside the Majeski Stadium at some point. He's like, is <laughs> like yeah, he's like it. It was a rumor about a week ago or something. Sometime when I was on holiday, I, I was seeing this stuff linking him with a takeover of Reading, but he has actually been progressing with it. So um, it looks like it might happen. Not all the Reading fans are happy with it, but. Um, with the ownership that they have had, a lot of them are, you know, perhaps understandably saying, "How bad can Mike Ashley possibly be?" Um, the Newcastle, <laughs> Newcastle fans hate him, but Newcastle are in complaining. Comp- yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but we, you don't know, you, you know, you don't know with these kind of people, um, Mavericks, and and he, I think he is from down there. So no, didn't he also own Rangers for a bit? Sorry, he owned Rangers. I think he had some new Rangers. Yeah. Uh, well, he's got some experience with some kind of success, I suppose, even if he is a bit of a scumbag. Yeah, it got, I mean, like, certainly for his business practices and the way he treats his employees. <coughs> you know, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, he gets a lot of criticism. Um, and you know, once they got into the Premiership, things went downhill with him in Newcastle. You could argue he got them into the Premiership after they were relegated um, in the first place. But I don't it, think Newcastle fans would argue that. Yeah, <laughs> you can always you can always like, see from. the fact that they were getting slightly milked. You know what I mean? Especially yeah, when you look yeah. at the success. Yeah. A little bit of a cash injection. Well, not a little bit. A large cash injection. And I imagine even if they have spent a lot of money, well, they have spent a lot of money. You know, Champions League football, it, it's obviously coming back to them in one yes. way or another. Yeah. So for Reading fans, you know, there is this kind of debate about new owners, very different to, to our kind of like issues, because, you know, for all we talk about our issues with the old owners, we're a division higher than we have been for a lot of the past few years. So we're kind of... You could argue, though, that's... In spite of the owners we have, yeah. not because of the owners we have. <laughs> but this is, but like this is happening with. But they could have tanked us. Like, it could have been worse. Well, they tried their hardest. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, this is happening with us as we've just been promoted. Whereas with Reading, this is a debate that's happening as they've done the drop at their lowest ebb. Yeah, yeah, and you know they haven't done well this season. Um, well, you and... say that, but. Um... So live updates on the League yeah. One roundup. They're actually, they are actually winning as we're recording this podcast. Oh, yeah, they're, be- they're beating yeah. Carlisle's next opponents, Bristol Rovers, in the 49th minute um, with a one nil lead. We'll see how that kind of progresses as the uh, the pod goes through. But uh, yeah, um, putting well, them up to a, 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 a solid nine points, uh, yeah, which Wigan takes beating... them off the bottom of the league. Wigan beating Peter, no, sorry, Wigan drawing with Peter as well. And Bolton beating Shrewsbury away. I mean, you know, given that it'll be a day or two before this goes out, it's 
it it's seems all, a bit yeah. redundant just talk, talking, yeah, talking about a little like, bit, a like, little bit, you know. But no, you've done you've you done you've done well to pander out a segment world. To be honest, like you've done really well to just sort of like sit there and and get yourself through like five minutes talking about like two manager seconds and yeah, hats off to you. Like you might be back from holiday, but you you might be back from holiday, but you're sharp, man. You're sharp. Liam, have you got anything for the roundup this week? Really, just them like sort of current results going out, uh, and uh, and the fact that Carlisle have dropped down in the relegation zone. With uh, with Wigan winning on the weekend, so yeah, yeah, all all, all kind of uh news, but all kind of bad news. As, yeah, as we'll, move, we'll move elsewhere. swiftly on. We'll move swiftly on. To, <laughs> we'll move swiftly on to a feature that more people more people enjoy uh, rather than talking about Carlisle uh, having a bit of a shit time, basically. But thanks very much, lads, because we all got to find out what's been happening here and what's been happening there in the league one. Roundup with Liam and Wills. Well, it was a bumpy Great one. Nice to have you it's... back, Wills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to have you back. It was a bumpy I one. I mean, it's though. nice to have like a short one, just a short bit of chat and banter. You yeah. Know, nothing, nothing too long-winded there. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. It was nice. And talking about a bit of chat and banter, that's what the next segment really is. Now, we all know that Max isn't here. And we all know, I'm really sorry, because it's the one time I couldn't think of a rhyme. But Liam's stepping in for <laughs> Liam's million dollar idea. Oh, Liam, taking over. <laughs> right, okay. I've um, I've been. It better not be the. Br- it better not the... be the burger. It better not be. The burger. <laughs> I was going to give it a small mention, <laughs> but I think most of this has already been said. I think, but um, I was talking. This is more my dad's idea than anything, um. A, a sort of screen in the park, so you you know, kind of like a scoreboard. But I mean, what what Port Vale have got? I think and I might have mentioned this already, but um, you know, we, we, the more this segment goes on, the the the, the less Loves ideas. A bit you of Port Vale, just Liam. I, I'm a big. <laughs> I, I like the grounds. I like the ground. But what they've got is they've got a big screen up which acts as their scoreboard during the game. But they also play like highlights from the like previous games on it before the match and like replays of goals and stuff like that and it, it struck me as something that like to to avoid being a bit stereotypical the kind of americans would would, would enjoy that sort of big loud um sort of like you know very film style big screens big lights um you know sort of exciting thing to have at the ground during games um and and look it, it's been replicated in this league with the, like the likes of Port Vale, um, but I think I think I think it's an it's an easy thing to do if you've got a little bit of a budget going, um, and aside from that, um, at the start of the season we did find out that we've got planning in place to put down some um, electrical advertising boards around the side of the pitch, um, which they just didn't have the money to do. They've got the they've got the planning; they can do it. Like it is there for them to do they just need to have a little bit of a cash injection to sort of put them out and and, and as as you know as, as as basic as that sounds it does make the ground look that little bit more premier league you know that, that kind of big time when you've got the sort of a electrical advertising board on the side of the pitch and you, you know you get them funny clips where tiago's trying to pass to a um, a man that's on the electric scoreboards and stuff like that. You know, it it, it is it is you know it it it, it does Couple make it just, them to you know, put players off. 
that's, that's what they did. Yeah, exactly. Thought, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I presume you can you know, obviously charge more for advertising. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, you, it, 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 it's almost as simple as look, advertising boards can change, and if you've got big physical adverts there, you can't change them halfway through a match. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could just have more ultimate between them. Um, but yeah, it, yeah. I, well, what they usually just... have like is um, it seems to be like you know they'll just show one advert at a time, so like the entire stadium will be full of advert for like I don't know better Fred or something, and then like um, you know maybe you know it's probably more attention grabbing. You probably do get to charge a lot more money, bringing more revenue. Yeah, it's, it's just a lot more modern. Yeah. yeah, it'd be an instant sort of like easy cash injection, crowd pleaser, instant show to the fans and the investors as well. Because let's face it, it's the advertisers that is going to be the local investments, the one that's sitting yeah. in foxes and places like that, yeah. that are going to really sort of appreciate it. And they're the ones that are going to yeah. try and milk that little Look, bit more money out. forward to seeing um, Peter, Peter Tyson going around. <laughs> 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 Yeah, kind of northern vacuums. Yeah. In conclusion, though, this this week's uh, million pound idea is just screens. In, in, yeah. in, screens. in different ways, it's just screens. Just um, screens, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. You know, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's not always going to be a winner, uh, especially when Max isn't around. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that was Liam's million dollar idea. <laughs> No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a good screen. <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's been done though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it though. I get it though. It's not like you could be like, I know what we could do. We could have a a, a unicorn contest. Like, yeah, I get it. You're not gonna go through the same ideas over it. Burger. Yeah, burger. Toilet the warrior. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of trampled all over your burger, didn't I? Uh, but we'll, we'll move on. Some more Carlisle United. I did Carlisle United. Bring it back, please. <laughs> we'll move it's on. nowhere near as nice. Come on. <laughs> I hate to drag the this segment not back. Good. The pizza's awful. No, the pizza's not good. Not good. No, I mean, like, yeah, the fan zone's food's pretty on point, though, to be fair to the fan zone's yeah. food. Like, those, most of those independent places around there have, have really got it going on. And, like, you can't go wrong because they buy the pasties and pies in and stuff as well. Um, yeah. But <laughs> pizzas are awful, man. I'm not talking, you know, better pizzas. Anyone been to that? Oh, it's okay. That new spot um, on Lo- um, Lonsdale Street? On Lonsdale, no. Yeah, we're just giving no. free advertising for Ronda. No, not really, if you can't remember their name. Yeah, I'm going to say, if you don't know what it is, <laughs> yeah. can't really talk about it. So there's a new spot on Lonsdale Street. Eventually, we might we might walk past it. <laughs> was that an endorsement? Was that a, uh, I don't like it? You, you just said it was, it it was has anyone had it yet? Because I haven't. All right, okay. <laughs> not much of an advert. <laughs> well, we'll have to book a table and tell everyone now. Yeah, we'll have to sort something out. Oh, Takeaway. All <laughs> oh, right, it's just a takeaway. Right, yeah. okay. I don't know. New no, segment is just us trying random takeaways in Carlisle. <laughs> that could be a YouTube channel for the summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a crap rate my takeaway. Yeah, just a, just a, a Cumbrian rate my again. takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be all right, man. It'll be all right. It'll get a couple of hundred views i'm sure um anyway carlisle united related news um and uh they're bringing back the burger no i'm joking sorry 
no, uh, Cali United Don't related. Be excited, come on. <laughs> Carlo United related news. Uh, Jaden Harris's sorry, this is loan watch. Uh, Jaden Harris's loan spell has gone from bad to worse after being made a bit of a scapegoat and an early substitution in his last appearance for Eastleigh. He was subsequently sent off this weekend during his side's FA Cup clash, uh, but will still feature, well, maybe feature in the second round as Eastleigh still managed to win despite having 10 men on the pitch. Uh, in other lone reporty news, Max Killsby played the full game for Annan who managed to draw this weekend and stop that rot of losing but unfortunately Kai Newton didn't feature at all in the squad. Uh, a little bit of lone watch news that we might have missed is the fact that youth team player Josh O'Brien is on loan at Workington uh, and unfortunately he didn't get an opportunity to play this weekend as Workington did not have a game but uh, you know somebody that's a lot of Carlisle fans don't really know anything about so it'll be interesting to see uh, how he's going to feature for Workington uh, going into the future it's going to make Lone Watch a lot more interesting as well uh, in X-Blues news uh, Chris Beach suffered his first defeat as filed manager uh, his side went down to Omari Patrick's Sutton United Omari Patrick struggling to get off the bench for Sutton United was only able to come off the bench in the 76th minute and didn't really contribute towards Sutton United's performance on the day. In other X-Blues news, Jordan Holt, Carlisle City's shining light, scored a last-minute goal uh, this past weekend, uh, which secured Carlisle City firmly back into the playoff positions, uh, also featuring ex-Carlisle United players Danny Kirkup, Kieran Olsen and Scott Simons. Uh, I believe there's probably one or two more that featured uh, around Kerr. the youth team as well. What's that? Kieran Kerr plays firm. Kieran Kerr as well. Yeah, yeah so uh, there's there's plenty, plenty, plenty of uh, names uh, to recognise down there at Carlisle City who are flying semi-high uh, in the football. Flying semi-high. <laughs> <laughs> The playoffs isn't really flying high. It's no. high. <laughs> uh, and lastly, in ex Carlisle United player related news, Rod McDonald was on the score sheet uh, for Harrogate Town as they managed to win. 5-1 against non-league outfit Marines, securing their place in the FA Cup second round. Now, gentlemen, in lastly, in Carlisle United-related news, Paul Simpson came out into the press and apologised to Carlisle United fans. No, no, he's not uh, apologising for anything to do with the late Norian's performance that we haven't heard before. In fact, we're talking about the Cumberland Cup and the unfortunate circumstances surrounding his team selection Election uh, after successfully beating Carlisle City uh, on penalties in the first round of the Cumberland Cup. The Espatrian second rounders have been it's play on what a rugby pitch <laughs> and so Paul Simpson's basically pulled out all the first team players because he's not willing to risk them through injury and said a youth team is going to be playing and I believe it's tonight actually at the time of recording uh, in the Cumberland Cup he's basically tried to come out and apologise and say this isn't any disrespect to the competition but unfortunately he wasn't aware around the facilities that he'd be playing on with the Spatria and wasn't willing to risk any full-time professional players 
So, yeah, that's all uh, Carlisle yeah. United-related player news. I mean, we've got a bit of an injury crisis at the moment, so... That yeah, it's not worth probably risking with them, that in mind. Yeah, we, can, we can't be having Dan Butterfield slipping on a cow pat and <laughs> missing the next two <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's very understandable. It's very understandable. Uh, but, yeah, in case any Carlisle United fans were disappointed uh, when they turned up to a Spatria this evening, not to see some more first team players feature in that side you've had your apology all right get over it uh anyway <laughs> we're gonna move on uh to the game with the longest name but before we do gentlemen we're gonna have a quick word from some of our sponsors there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss that's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. All right, gentlemen. (laughs) It's time to play the game with... The longest name, it's time for the Blue Army Podcast's Carlisle United. Higher or lower game, that is also including one equal now, which we're calling an even Stevens, related to their stats overall on a certain year of FIFA, and this time, it's FIFA 14. Will, we're relying on you here, man. I'm not clear with FIFA 14. That's Will... Will, uh, you're back, mate, and uh, last week you were touted to be a bit of a saviour in this series uh, because the lads are struggling. Uh, They only managed (laughs) to get through four names last week. We're going to pick things up where they left things off, and unfortunately, the Even Stevens still lies within the field. There is only one Even Stevens within the squad, uh, so hopefully you can successfully navigate your way around that uh, this week, gentlemen. So what's the crack with the Even Stevens then? I've missed this. That's so the Even Stevens basically, because sometimes it's too difficult to get everything to go higher, lower, higher, lower, because the yeah. overalls are too similar. One of the ones in the squad, like say, for example, it'll be such and such is on 60, and then the next one will also be on 60, but there's yeah. only one of them in the squad, and you have to guess yeah. which one the Even Stevens is. Uh... So it makes it a little bit harder for everyone, because they got yeah. through... They got through FIFA 19 in like two episodes. So we were just like going through it a bit yeah. too quickly. <laughs> so we've made it a little bit harder. Uh, this week, yeah. gentlemen, uh, to decide who gets to go first, I'm going to rate you on your favorite David Beckham hairstyle. Uh, <laughs> Wills, you can go first, mate. That's got to be the Mohawk. <laughs> That's a pretty strong <laughs> shout, to be fair, Liam. Uh, skinhead. Skinhead versus Mohawk. Uh, Mohawk just offers that little bit more. I'll accept the defeat there, yeah. As long as nobody said dreads, you were going to win, basically. (laughs) But yeah, William, you're going to go first. You're going to pick things off where it was left last week, and it was with James Barrett, who had an overall rating of 61. The next person on the list after James Barrett, and you have to guess whether or not they're higher or lower, is Pascal Chimbonda. 
Oh, it's got to be higher. I mean, you know, going with my usual. You've got your rule based on, it, yeah. on their career. Yeah, yeah it's you've got your rule. You've got your rule. Been in a World Cup final. That's true. Well, you'd be correct, mate. I don't think anyone's too surprised. Anyone's too surprised. Jens Barrett was a bit of a legend uh, for the time that he played, and he's got plenty of goals from the midfield. But, of course, Pascal Chimbonda had a hell of a career. So we're going to move on uh, to Liam. And uh, it's Gary Medine. Oh, Jesus. Um, Christ, okay. Um, Gary Medine is even, Stevens. You've got to go even, Stevens. Yeah. Unfortunately, Liam, I'm afraid <laughs> you're out. It's uh, it's not, I'm afraid. Gary Medine uh, was higher than Pascal Chimbonda. Well, the thing is, I was going to go lower. Um, if, if I was, so I would have got it wrong. Yeah. Either, yeah. So it was nice, so it was, nice just to, to try the even high. Because at that point, he was on loan back down to us. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. what that was the stumbling. I was going to reveal a little bit more later on. But, Will, yeah. you don't know this because you've never been in a two-wheeled or two-played game of uh, the game with the longest name. Uh, yeah. So we actually play, uh, what do we call it? I think we call it outlaw rules. Outlaw rules, yeah. That's right. So basically, it's when everybody dies. So uh, you're a solo survivor and you get to yeah. play until uh, basically you get one wrong. Uh, okay. So, here we go, Will. Uh, so we're going to go from Gary Medine to Chris Chandler. Lower. You're going to say lower? Yeah. You'd be correct, mate. Well done. Well done. Well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to go from Chris Chandler to David Amu. I think Amu will be a bit higher. Just, I mean, Amu came from Liverpool. Chandler came from Man City. Um. I think Amu came direct from Liverpool. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm going to go Amu's higher. I'm going to say Amu's higher. And the Even Stevens has had its first victim, I'm afraid. Because uh... It was Even Stevens uh, between David Amu and Chris Chandler, both on 59 overall rating. Uh, I mean, it, it. You know, it was always going yeah. to. I, I always feel like it was going to catch someone out. It's going to take a special yeah. guess to yeah. really get the Even Stevens. Liam, you just pulled the trigger one too early. Yeah, I tried. I tried. Yeah, yeah. you just pulled it. You know, you tried to pull one out the bag. Uh, but unlucky lads, it's uh, it's always a pleasure to play the game with the longest name. That's right. We've just played the Blue Army podcast, Carlisle United, higher or lower game, which also features an even Stevens now, which is related to their overall rating on a certain year of FIFA, and this time. <laughs> It was FIFA 14. Thanks for playing the game with the longest name, lads. Way bye. If you don't listen, because I don't think you lads yeah. listen to it back. I've like edited like a game show sort of like theme song into the background yeah. of that, of that <laughs> <bit>. <laughs> uh, So, I mean, I think it's funny. So I hope other people think it's funny. Uh, lads, we're going to move on to the bit that a lot of people aren't necessarily looking forward to. Uh, but we, we always do it. And uh, we always try and power through it, to be fair, when it's, when it's been a bit of a miserable performance. But uh, yeah, it's time to do the match report and as I always do just before the match report I'll give you Carla United starting lineup for the match that we're going to be talking about which was this past weekend's FA Cup first round fixture against Leighton Orient which we featured Thomas Holy in goal, Ben Barkley, Sam Lavelle, John Mellish and Jack Robinson across a back four with Callum Guy and Owen Moxon sitting at the base of a midfield five according to the BBC uh, with Butterworth, Garner and Gibson sitting ahead of them and Maguire playing as a potential lone striker. Now, lads, it was uh, it was always going to be between wheels and 
Barkley to see who was going to fill into that right back position. Uh, it wasn't really that much of a surprise that Barkley did fill in. Unfortunately, when Whelan had the opportunity to come into the squad, there was a couple of mistakes that uh, have been basically blamed on him when he did come in. Uh, Jack Robinson on the other side, obviously another second choice player, potentially though covered himself in a little bit more grace by providing the assist to Joe Garner's Goal, uh, lads. I know yeah. they're not our first choice fullbacks, but uh, surely Jack Robinson, his report card's going to be a little bit slightly better, you would say. Uh, Will, yeah, I think over the last well, not few games because I haven't seen the last couple three, but um, the few games before that, I was sort of like thinking that Jack Armour's not quite stepped up as much as I'd have hoped. Or expected him to in you know this level and I don't want to you know downplay him too much but you know felt it's you know it is time for there to be more competition at left back so um I did see that Robinson had got the assist there when you know when the alert came up on the phone uh, sort of like good things about him on Facebook from the games he's you know he has featured in. So yeah, maybe it's time for a bit of more competition at left back, which we haven't had for a while. Um, you know, see what you know, see what Robinson can do given a run of games. That's it, Liam. Do you think that though with the competition that Jack Armour is going to shine with it, or do you think he's going to take a huff if he's not getting back into the squad after the suspension? He doesn't strike me as the kind of player who would you know, throw a hissy fit. Um, I, I think, look, Jack Robinson's got an opportunity now to sort of kind of make a name for himself in that left-back position to try and make it difficult for Jack Armour to come back in. But I, I, I'd I, imagine, despite Jack Armour not being up to, you know, his usual high standards over the last few weeks, that when he's fit, he'll probably, when he's back from suspension, he'll probably go straight back into the team anyways, you'd have, you'd have thought. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't think it'd be the type of player to... to Throw a huff, as you said. Um, no, I think if you've got sent off as well, you can't really. Yeah, you can't complain. Can't like... complain if you don't go straight <laughs> back in because, well, you should have got, should have got sent off. Then should you? But oh, at the yeah. same time, Robinson's got off the back of an assist. He certainly wasn't the worst player on the day. There yeah. is a there is a case that you could make that he was better than what Jack Arm has been over the last few weeks, um, and it might just come down to his better in training because you know on the pitch. Robinson's kind of proved that he can, at, at the very least, be at that same level as what Jack Arm has been yeah. over the last couple of months. I mean, when I've seen him last season, he didn't get much opportunity, but he did look, he had something about him going forward, because I think, I think at one point he actually came on as a left winger, you know, yeah, late, yeah. late on in a game. So he's definitely got that sort of like, attack, you know, attacking edge to him. And, you know, it's maybe more of an attacking edge, Jack Armour, who has put in some very good assists over the years, but again, haven't seen as many of those this season. So maybe yeah. that's the thing. I think I think it's 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 you know the old sort of Delore versus Wan Bissaka argument. You know, one of them's a lot better defensively, one of them's a bit a lot better going yeah. forward. It just depends what you want to sort of focus on, and yeah. when you kind of I mean, uh, when yeah. you're struggling at both ends, you know who who are you, who are you going to pick? Yeah, I mean, Jack Armour can put in a wicked cross. He can, yeah, but he hasn't done as much of that this yeah. season as he, as he has done, like, you know, when we were in League Two. I think yeah, he's, exactly. He's, 
It's just, I think he actually he actually played better football on the beach. He was more attacking and going forward. He'd be more in the box more and he, he'd get more shots off. And he actually scored more goals on the beach than he's ever scored on the sim also. Um, I, yeah. I think it, it, it's having the freedom maybe to go that extra bit forward. I don't think Simo likes having his fullbacks in the box, unfortunately. Um, no, I think it's... He's, he's kind of struggled a little bit because he's never looked yeah. he's never looked as good. I know like we had, you know, we've had a couple of good seasons, but he's never had the competition to push him for, for at least a full season last season. Um, and then, you know, he, he could show glimpses of it, but he's he's not really been consistent for about a full season. No, but you could argue no one has this season. Yeah, I think it's just, I guess it's because he's one of those players that I, you know, I, I expected that he would be one of the ones you could guarantee would yeah, step up to this to, level. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, he hasn't quite, um, he hasn't quite done what I expected. I don't think he's been... He's up. certainly not the problem. Yeah, no. No, no, no. Well said, well said. Um, unfortunately, though, the problem with Carlisle United uh, opening goal was uh, Sam Lavelle with a high foot, uh, according to the referee. Yeah, it did look uh, potentially dangerous and uh, maybe you can't necessarily complain about the call. Uh, but for Sam Lavelle not to even get a card uh, at all is, uh, I don't know, it's just, it's, if you're not going to get a card, do you get a penalty? I don't know. I feel like penalties, I don't know. It's a weird rule. Do you know what I mean? I always feel like penalties should come with a yellow, at least. Yeah. Like, but then again, it just has to be a foul in the box, technically. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but yeah, they don't book players and like, reckless about it. But yeah, the thing is, with a high foot, though, I-, I thought it had to come with a yellow card because, like, that is sort of by the definition of what a high foot is. If it's a foul, then it's a dangerous player. Then it should be a yellow. Yeah, to be fair, I haven't seen how high his foot was. Well, to be honest, I don't think it's a penalty. I yeah. think I think the, the lad does pulling him back and it's almost a response to him falling over that he's kind of like flung his foot in the air as he's fell down. So it, it, it looks like he's getting fouled more than anything, in my opinion. And Simo did say that in the uh, sort of after-match mm-hmm. uh, report on it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of them ones that, you know, we're Carlisle, we're not going to get our way with referees, are we? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Carlisle United's head didn't necessarily drop straight away and we did uh, stay in the contest and we came out for the second half very brightly first Joe Garner putting a shot just wide of the post before then getting onto the end of a cross uh, from Jack Robinson and heading home for his sixth goal of the season uh, lads it's Joe Garner he's peeling off the back post he scores um, it's 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 what he's, he's becoming a calling card, you could say, uh, for Joe Garner. Um, but we need to get better support around him uh, at, at this point. And, and it doesn't look like him and Maguire are necessarily linking up very well. Um, is it is it is it Coyote? Is 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 that going to be the answer? Is that going to help the free gel? Or or is when when Coyote comes back in, is it going to be a case of swapping somebody out? Um, I think when Coyote comes in. He's, you know, he's got to then play because we, you know, we are having difficulty finding the, you know, right rhythm up front. Um, but I think, I think Garner too, especially as we're kind of starting to struggle more, that's kind of when Garner becomes the go-to man. He's got the experience. He's got the slight nastiness and edge to him. The I, you know, as it becomes more of a battle, which I say the last, you know, I think we've played some very good football uh, recently without getting, you know, without having the final 
yeah. you know, that final kind Another of finishing touch. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, um, you know, as we lose games and we drop into the relegation zone, lean on that nasty side of the game a bit more. So, yeah, I think that is where you kind of like look to Joe Garrel and think like he's going to do more for us. Whereas if we were, you know, if we were doing really well, you'd probably think Joe Garner is more of a come off the bench late on and cause a bit of chaos when needs be, which I think I've said on this podcast before. Yeah. Um, but, you know, maybe now, you know, we need, we, you know, we need Joe Garner more. So, Coyote and Garner, and then with M- Gibson. Yeah, I don't think you can drop Gibson. Yeah. I don't think you can drop Garner either, to be honest. He's, like, he's the only one yeah. of our sort of strikers that has, has been able to start scoring. So, I, mm. you know, I think, unfortunately, it probably has to be Maguire. Yeah, and, you know, he's had some good games, uh, but he's a, you know, he's a clever player and you know, just like I say that um, Joe Garner is, and Joe Garner's a clever player too. He's not as he's not as fast as Maguire, um, but Maguire's probably not going to get as many opportunities unless we can start controlling games a bit more. Yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, Carlo United couldn't keep uh, their head in the game uh, for too long. It was only fifteen minutes later where um, a, it was a half decent cross, but. Corey Whelan was quite weak uh, defensively, and unfortunately, Wick, uh, Wickham, Lake Norient found a way through. Now, lads, we know what it's going to be like when you're playing with second string players, and arguably, there's an argument to say that Wheels is a, a third string player. So there's there's always going to be that opportunity for a mistake to be made. Um, is, is is this a clear sign for you guys that maybe in January there needs to be a little bit of a, a house clearance and, and, and the step up in quality when the recruitment uh, happens in January? Yeah, I think it should happen sooner, to be honest. Like, I, I, you know, I, and a lot of people called me harsh at the time, but, you know, there's a lot of these players that weren't even getting anywhere near the team when we were in League Two that are now having to play games in League One. Like, you know, the bringing back Barkley was a weird one for me. Yeah, he came in at the squad towards the end of the season, like, but he's never really been our first choice centre-back even when we were in League Two. Mm. Uh, Corey Whelan didn't really play much last season at all and from what, you know, we've heard, he, we rejected a move for him to go to Colchester this season in the summer as well. Um, and then and then you look at some of the other players like Jack Robinson, as much as we talked about him today, and he will stay here for the long term, I think. Um, but again, he couldn't get into the team when we're in League Two, and he's now having to play games in League One. There's, there's too many of them players uh, where they couldn't even get in the team. Joe Garner, as much as he's kind of stepped up this season, is another player who couldn't get in the team when we were in League Two, and is now starting games in League One. Like there's a, there's a lot of them players, and there's there's almost too many. Like, and you think of some of the players we brought in as well. Like I think who has to go is probably Anderson, Harris, Plange. Maybe Terry Ablade, Whelan, possibly Barkley. There's too many like bottom half League Two players that are sort of padding out our squad. Yeah, yeah. Will is that too harsh? Um, well, I guess you never know which players are going to come good because you know you mentioned Robinson and you know he hasn't had much of a chance. So maybe there are kind of like players yeah. are probably. Say that we, yeah, we we don't have enough experience this level. Um, and you mentioned Ghana, but then Ghana has been at this level and knows what yeah. it's about. Um, 
you know, Sam Lavelle stands out and has done since day one as a player who knows this level. Yeah. So we, you know, we we do need more of that around. And I mean, almost to support your point, one of the players that I'd probably got rid of in the summer is Jordan Gibson. And he's turned out to be one of our best players in League One. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like, as much as I say, like, I think that um, I expected Jack Armour to step up massively and he hasn't done as what I expected. I I expected Gibson to maybe kind of this, you know, this to be too high level for him. Uh, but so far, it doesn't seem to have been the case. Uh, you know, we just need just need more players that that know their way around League One. Yeah. Uh, and the final goal came very late on for Late Norians, who uh, wrapped it up uh, in injury time. Uh, it was it was a bit too. Easy, unfortunately, in the end, gentlemen. We don't really need to go into too many details on the matter, but it's unfor- It's another loss. Uh, it is the FA Cup, so it's a little bit of a let-off. Uh, and before we sort of like let our heads go with our that, match reactions... Um, exciting a draw. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to hand over to Liam, who's got some match reactions for us uh, from his YouTube comment section. And uh, he's basically filling in for uh, Max's little segment uh, where he does some uh, match reactions as well. So, yeah, Liam's been kind enough to fill in. Uh, so, yeah, we'll let, uh, we'll let those guys have their opinions. Yeah, well, um, just waiting for it to load up. <laughs> Cut this part out. <laughs> <laughs> no, there no, you go. Okay. I don't want to edit. I don't like editing. <laughs> No one likes editing. <laughs> what you need okay, to do right. is just clap as a little marker on the audio to be like, I want to <laughs> edit this bit out. Uh, I've made a, I've made a timestamp. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Three, two, one. First review from a late and Orient fan who uh, messaged um, in a couple of weeks ago when we were also beaten by late and Orient in the league. Uh, it's it's the same guy, oh. uh, Leo Series. And he has given and sympathised with your plate, but you were never going to get far in any of these cups with this team. So Carlisle really need to concentrate on the league and try to avoid going straight back down after just one season. Which, I mean, he's got a good point, but yeah, we are, you know, just just coming up. Mm. Um, although they are kind of doing a bit better than us. Um. Yeah, you've then got sort of started now. Yeah, well, and and as well, we could just be a couple of weeks behind that. You know, there's nothing to say we can't just go on that little kind of solidifying run that that they're on. And you know, I think it's a cop out to say, oh, we can just focus on the league because you're you go into every match saying you want to win it, and we're now out of pretty much every single cup competition. Yeah, yeah, but like, it's the same as every season. We're a lower league side, like <laughs> no, I know, but, but yeah, we got like, out of the first round. Really. Having a cup run can like oh no, it's nice. But, like, do we get a cup it run can last galvanize year? Galvanize you a bit. What? Do we get no. a cup run last year? Didn't we just lose against Shrewsbury in the first rounds? Yeah, I don't really like. It's not essential to have a yeah, cup exactly. Run yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's season, not. It's not the doing. It's something that can kind of like be nice, but but the thing is. We we've got knocked out at the first hurdle in every single cup. Like we we've got we well I think we need a miracle in the Papa John's or whatever it's called now to get through. So if I you look at it, if you if you look at it that way, you've been knocked out at the first round of the League Cup. 
to a team from the division below. You've been knocked out in the first round of the FA Cup to a team just a couple of points off you in the same division. And, you know, and then, the, the you know, you, I don't want to include the EFL trophy as well, but we're, we're, we've also been knocked, not yet, but we're going to get knocked out of the group stages in that thing as well. So we're, we're falling at the first hurdle in all of them, which I think is the the main talking point. I mean, it's it's an extended run of maybe too many bad results. I mean, it doesn't seem that long ago that we had that good result against Burton. But yeah, yeah. I think things really we turned like sour lack- like after that Burton, after the loss after Burton. I think people really forgot the win against Burton really quickly. Yeah, and I think I think it's the two sendings off. It's a bad way to lose um, a game, and then dropping into the relegation zone. You know, there's there's a bit of fatigue setting in among the fans. I'm sure because we were all kind of like hyped up to be promoted. Um, we're kind of waiting to really kind of get going, and you know, perhaps we're putting a little bit too much. Now on, we're just waiting for the Piatax to take over, and then, you know, but obviously, I think Simo said this himself. You know, you we you know we need to, uh, you know, we need to perform now. The players who are here now need to perform. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, some of what Simo has said as well has kind of like echoed what maybe the fans are feeling as well that um, it's just starting to get a little bit kind of concerning now, a bit yeah. kind of. Not enough good results. We, you know, we get a, a good win, follow it up by Three losing and then going out. Yeah, go, um, you know, and it's a win in the last minute as well. The, the Burton one, which is is great, but then in context, when you lose a couple, you start to be like, well, we won that. You know, we only won that one by the skin of our teeth, and then yeah, lost a couple. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I've I've almost forgot what I was doing there, but um, <laughs> more, more 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 comments. Another one from a, a Leighton Orient fan says, "Come on, you O's, fair play to those who travelled down to East London. Respect, you know, a little nice comment there." And then uh, and then a sl- a slightly more. Um... <laughs> he said, "Come on, you O's." I was like, "Why are you reading that out?" I was like, "What is, what is your YouTube channel just like loads of comments?" <laughs> Why is it, honestly, like, I, I did just get I did just get lots of late. No, I'll, I'll read a Carlisle fan. Of course one, you but did. It, <laughs> but this one is a uh, this one isn't exactly uh, positive from a Carlisle fan. It's from Gary McKee McKee, one of the two. Uh, oh, and Gary, and he says, if a boxer got knocked out and beat as much as Carlisle, they would be told to quit. Uh, he says <laughs> we are we are pathetic. We do we actually care? Because if that's what caring looks like, we are screwed. Which I, I think is a little following bit following us long though. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I mean we you know we're we're struggling to make the step up. I wouldn't say we look down and out. Thing, I don't think it is anywhere near as bad as we even did before Simo came in just a couple of seasons ago. Yeah, I don't think it is anything to do with effort, like Gary seems mm. to think. There, I think it is just the the fact that we don't have the sort of quality in the in certain areas of the pitch. Like like I said, a lot of these players are, are League Two players. Now, I'd I'd never ever doubt their effort because when yeah. you've got a manager like Simo, I feel like he's going to get you know a decent amount of effort because he demands that. Mm. Um. I think it is genuinely just a matter of some of the players aren't good enough for the step up. And then there's the you know, like the 
the fatigue as well of the fans who, you know, we've expended a lot of energy over the last few months being excited for the club. So, you know, it is kind of getting to that point now where not not tired, but um, (laughs) certainly kind of starting to weary a little bit. Yeah, okay. Well, lads, it's it's been a tough it's been a tough one, the match report this week. <laughs> it has been. Um been a bit of a bit of a yeah, a bit of a tough we're one. We're still we'll staying be... up. We're still staying up. Oh I yeah, yeah. So. yeah. I, I genuinely so. do. That's like the I thing. Said, I think everyone kinda of thinks that. Deep yeah, down. like I said, it's FA Cup, like I said, you know what I mean? It's it's you know, we'll get through it. We'll get through it. Uh it doesn't really matter towards the league. We'll focus on the league, you have to focus on the league. Um, so yeah, we'll refocus on the league again next week, obviously. Uh lads, it's always difficult to give a Foxy's feature man of the match when you lose by three goals to one, but would anyone like to give it a crack? Well, I haven't seen it, so no, no. no. <laughs> I'll de- decline to comment. Everyone's bowing out, which is very, very, very fair enough, gentlemen. Now, uh, we'll turn our heads uh, towards next weekend's opponents, which are the Bristol Roverless... uh, I mean, the the Joey (laughs) Bartonless... Joey (laughs) Bartonless Bristol Rovers. Uh, Yeah, so... um, I'm going to give us... I mean, I I hate that, you know, that it's a... I don't want to call it a dead um, cat bounce, but... you know when they, they sack a manager and they're on a they're on they a. They have equalised against Reading. I was just uh, trying to check that. Yeah, <laughs> but even so, they're struggling against what was bottom of the league coming into that. So, yeah. and I think if yeah, if it's a if it's a draw now, they will be just back to bottom of the league again. So, you know, and they're really struggling against Reading. So, you know, what would you say? Uh, I would say that we're going to win. And we're going to make it really difficult for ourselves for no reason. I think we'll have about we'll have about seventeen shots on target and score two. They'll have one shot on target and score it, so two one. <laughs> that sounds like a Carlisle United <laughs> performance, doesn't it, Wills? But what do you think? Yeah, um, I'm going to go a little bit more optimistic, and I'm going to have us win three one. Three one, okay. Three one's a yeah. good. Three one's a good one. Uh, it is optimistic. All the nerves, and then we'll play well after that. Well, I'm thinking, I'm hoping Bristol City, uh, uh, Bristol Rovers are just going to be awful, um, and uh, we're going to get away with at least having a clean sheet and a nice little two goals, um, taking advantage of a few opportunities. Uh, yeah, so all positivity all the way around. Uh, looking uh, forward to next weekend's game against Bristol Rovers, but gentlemen, now it's time for the part of the show where we get to play everybody's favorite game. Guessing the player. Guessing the player. Let's go. Guessing the player. Guessing the player. Guessing the player. Drop my stuff on the floor again. Oh, no. Oh, no. I've got to find my notes. Sorry. Excuse me. Oh, guessing the player. Guessing the player. Guessing the player. Things like this. See you next Tuesday. That'll be it. See you next Tuesday. Uh, but no, here we go, here we go, lads. I've got it, I've got it, uh, I've got it here. Um, anyway, everyone would have just been enjoying the, the theme song anyway. They would have just been yes, playing for course, the whole yeah. time, so it'll be fine. Uh, but lads, it is it is time yeah. for you two to clash in a game of guessing the player. That's right, the old rivalry has been reunited. Uh, but this time, uh, Liam, you find yourself, is it joint top of the league with Max? Joint top, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Eight points apiece. Eight points. 
points apiece with Max. And Will, uh, you've got an opportunity yeah. to at least claw your way uh, back in there. I believe you're sitting quite comfortably above myself on four points currently. Uh, and myself only has uno, numero uno uh, points sitting adrift at the bottom of the guess and the player yeah. table. But it's my turn. I'm playing Clue Guide this week. And uh, Liam, after last week's uh, fantastic performance where you managed to claw your way uh, towards the top of the guess and the player league table, how are you feeling this week taking on your old rival Will, especially after the way things ended last year? <laughs> Yeah, it it this is like the Liverpool Man United of the of guessing the it players. It is, isn't it? It's good, uh, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm just I'm I'm not at all bitter about last year at all. Uh, I definitely don't stay awake at night <laughs> thinking about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I'm confident. Um, I'm already on double the points, although I was in a very similar position last season as well. Um, but yeah, I think I think I win. I think I win. All right, okay, you're feeling pretty confident, and you are actually the home team this week, so you've got hometown advantage of going first there. But, Will, how do you feel <laughs> trying to chase things from behind? <laughs> Allergic to it, by chance? Look, last year's been and gone. We're all proud of the work that we did, and <laughs> to get that trophy at the end. But, you know, we're, you know, we're well into this season now, and, you know, we're not living on past glories. Um, we've we're playing in an ex- extended league, and obviously avoiding relegation is uh my first <laughs> priority. But you know, a, a good result, and I can be up among the up among the title contenders. Yeah, so uh, you know, putting the pressure well and truly towards the top end of the table, uh, with an unambitious uh ramble there from Wills, <laughs> perhaps paid mind games, but we'll see. Uh, like I said, hometown advantage is with you, Liam. So you'll get to go first. And the first clue is that this player was signed on a free transfer after leaving Sunderland. Um, Chris Lumsden. You're very quick on the draw, but it's not Chris Lumsden, I'm afraid. No. Right. Things over to Will with his opportunity to get three points. He says Liam Noble, and it's not Liam Noble, I'm ah. afraid, Wills. <laughs> so, unfortunately, you do not take all three points. Nobody takes all three points quick this first week. Round. But quick first round. <laughs> two points is good. Two points is good. Yeah, very quick first round. Yeah. Very quick. Uh, two points is still a substantial amount of points, so off we go. Two more than I've got. Um <laughs> This player was uh, uh, has one international goal to his name. Um. Oh Jesus. Um. I c- I can only think of one more player that came from Sunderland. To be honest. Um. Is it maybe you scored it? Is it youth player Morgan Feeney? It's not Morgan Feeney. I'm afraid, Liam. Things go over to Will. Is it? Brendan McGill? It's not Brendan McGill, I'm afraid. Oh, wowzers. Okay, so it must have narrowed the field down a lot. Obviously, Liam, you're sort of like scratching around for ideas currently. I would say these are all still players that we signed off Sunderland, so we've signed quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm out now, though. I don't know. (laughs) I think I've still got a couple of ex Sunderland signings. (laughs) This one might give it away. This last one might give it away. We'll see. Is that this player played his last 
professional game of football at Brunton Park? Um. Okay. Now, my thinking is that I went with a player from the 70s last week, and I think Liam might be trying to get back at me for that by going with an old one. <laughs> you went um, with a player from the 70s? Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, well, Alan Ross. <laughs> <laughs> was he right? No, nobody got oh, it no, right. Oh, no, he was the clue no, guide. I was the clue guide, yeah. He was the clue guide. Um, yeah, no one got it. There's an unwritten rule that we don't go below Liam's age. <laughs> but Liam went below his age. So now all gloves are off, I think. <laughs> I'm going to be Ladies. through the 20s. <laughs> Pre- post-warrior. I've, I've got a book about Shadengate United. I'm going to be picking players out of that. <laughs> Christ. Okay, right. Enough padding so I can think. Um, which is what that what was. was. Yes, Sam. He retired at Brunton Park, basically. He retired from professional football at Brunton Park. Okay. Um, which tells me that he doesn't play anymore. So <laughs> astute. <laughs> Michael Owen level uh, intuition there from me. I thought you were uh, gonna guess Michael Owen then. Oh no 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 <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't hell. know anyone. Um who retired at Brunton Park? Um, not necessarily playing for Carlisle. Well, I'm I am thinking that, but I don't. Maybe that's just a tricky part. Mm. I don't think I don't think it was for someone else. Um, because I who, who 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 would know that? Who would know that start if it if it was for someone else? Um, I can I, I my mind's gone. I'm just gonna have to sort of guess. Uh, Danny Granger. I know it's not, but. Well, you know it's not, and it's not Danny Granger. But, Will, you've got the chance to snatch a point here at yeah. the end. Well, I'm going to say last game of professional football doesn't necessarily mean he's retired. He could have just kind of gone amateur. Not that that really helps me in any way. Right. Um, Sunderland. Is it Matty Robson? It wasn't Matty Robson, I'm afraid, lads. It wasn't. And nobody was got point this week. It wasn't Anthony Gerrard either. Nathan Buddle. The international former Sunderland player that retired at Brunton Park was Graham Kavner. Ah. Uh, the silver I didn't fox know he himself. Come, I didn't know he'd come yeah. from Sunderland. The silver fox himself. I don't think I could they would throw you off because he he had Sunderland. like a season a season on loan at Sheffield United and a season on loan at Wigan or something before he was released by Sunderland as well. Um, yeah, so it was Graham Kavner this week, gentlemen. So the league table stays the way it is, which uh, gives me the opportunity to potentially claw some points back next week. Uh, hopefully, we'll be joined by Max next week, uh, and we'll find out what the fixtures are going to be next week. But uh, guys, don't forget. Uh, I'm, I'm going to see you all next Tuesday uh, at, at the open mic night that's going to be a bar 32 uh, so uh, that's going to be a lot of fun and we're hoping uh, we're going we're gonna to see uh, a lot of the listeners down there as well because uh, that'll be fun as well and we'll do some songs and we'll request some songs and uh, we'll, we'll have a couple of drinks and uh, yeah it'll be a good one there's pool tables down there and uh, the floor hopefully won't be sticky um, so yeah that'll be alright uh, <laughs> lads it's been an absolute pleasure as it always is and uh, you know there isn't really anything else left for us to do apart from saying bye for now bye for now bye for now bye for now
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.